it's become really apparent to me that there is a considerable difference between what I would refer to as feeling like I want to quit and it could be anything it could be anything that I'm doing wanting to you know feeling like I want to quit and just having thoughts about feeling like I want to quit doing something I have had an opportunity here recently to experience some what I'd refer to as some very extreme thoughts about feeling like I want to quit doing something and in this case it is something that is incredibly dear to me something that I really really believe in and I've had the chance to really take a closer look at what what that what that's all about because it really is to me now there again this is just one person's opinion but to me it is so much more about the thoughts that I'm having around wanting to quit doing something and without getting in all the, into all the details because I really don't think that the the details of these these experiences ever really that important is as they as are taking a deeper look at the thoughts that are behind them and that affect my reactions to what's going on suffice it to say that there is a community initiative that I have been really passionate about and that's not unusual there's a lot of people out there that are very passionate about doing things in the community but and but in this particular case this is something that there have been some challenges there have been a lot of frustrations and I found myself after going through a period of really being excited about this and really having a lot of energy moving and really getting a lot of momentum going that it's very easy to get caught up in the the thoughts about that as well and I think that's really what has happened here in that what I'm finding is that the more I'm thinking about what I'm doing, the more I identify with being the person that's doing whatever this is. And especially in this case, if it's something that I essentially am collaborating with someone on and I was one of the people that really came up, you know, with part of the idea, it's not, it was not all my idea, but at the end of the day though, there's kind of a sense of ownership or in this case it would be co-ownership. And that really doesn't change anything because I realize that if I'm, if I am a co-owner in this case, and I'm not talking about physical ownership, but really more about emotional ownership. And that's what I think what's, is what makes this so incredibly challenging. I think that's why this is so rife with the possibilities of going over the top emotionally and overreacting, overthinking, becoming defensive, becoming reactionary because there is emotional ownership. And I do think that, at least in my own experience, there are certain dangers in taking an extreme position in terms of emotional ownership of something. I'm not saying that it's bad or wrong to do that. I think it's very human. When we really believe in something, we take emotional ownership in that to a certain degree. And I know that everyone's a little bit different in how they approach that. What I've learned about myself, and that's all I can really speak of, is my own experience, is that I tend to be all or nothing. If I am really, if I'm really passionate about something, if I really believe in something, I will work myself into the ground, uh, you know, physically and emotionally, and I will be completely consumed with moving something forward. And I know that by doing that, and if I'm doing it mindlessly, and that's usually the way this kind of thing happens, 
because if I really was mindful about this every step of the way, I would be able to be in touch with what my thoughts are, what I, you know, what is my self-talk surrounding this? What is it that I'm telling myself about what it is that I'm doing about, you know, all the emotional buy-in that I am finding myself being willing to make that if I take that trip mindlessly, I'm going to end up in a place where I'm at some point everything is not going to live up to my expectations. Other people most likely will not live up to my expectations. And that's my fault for having expectations. It's always, when it always comes down to it, and that's and this is no different, this particular experience, I found myself with the, the co-owner of this, so to speak, uh, essentially really working really hard to try to move something forward. And it became apparent pretty quickly that other people, while they were verbally supporting it and really wanted to and were loving what we were doing it really came down to a situation that it was just words and what we found is that we couldn't do all this ourselves and we still can't do it all ourselves and I have come to a place where I have had to really kind of stop along the side of the road metaphorically speaking and I've had to kind of take a rest I've I, I found myself in a place that I did not like who I was or who I had become I did not like the way that I was feeling about all these things the way I, and even more importantly about how I was thinking about everything regarding this project and I came to a place where I was kind of almost like in a sort of a uh, vicious cycle or kind of a self-destructive cycle, the more frustrated I got, because at the end of the day, the two of us can't do it all ourselves. Uh, you know, we need, if, we, if people say they really support this, we need them to help support this, and there's things actively that can be done. And what I found is that the more time went on, I found myself becoming almost bitter about the fact that all, all people really had for us were words, but there really was no action. The most important thing in terms of mindfulness that I can say about this is that I arrived in this place of frustration. I arrived in this, uh, finding myself deeply enmeshed in this very, very self-destructive cycle of frustration, disappointment, uh, feeling really disenfranchised about all this, having all kinds of doubts. So it's really not surprising that I wanted to quit doing this. I mean, it's almost in a way... I, you know, and not, not even almost in a way, I do take full responsibility for this, where I found myself emotionally, uh, where the project stands, where, you know, it is in terms of, of where it sits right now versus where it could be. At the end of the day, I can say that I'm not really a hundred percent happy with where it is today, but that's just where it is. That has nothing to do with me. All I can do is all I can do. All the co-owner can do is all he can do. But what I really can control and what I really am responsible for is all of my thoughts about where the project is. It's all of my continuing to feed myself with, neg with negative thoughts, with feelings of frustration, feeling like no one really cares, feeling like, feeling like no one really wants to help. And why would anybody want to be involved in this if, if I'm finding myself putting out negative energy? And it's not that I lashed out at anyone or... Uh, you know, that I made anyone feel bad about this because at the end of the day, people are just going to do what they do. Nobody has an obligation to do anything about this. But I know that in terms of mindfulness, what I really want to do, what really could have prevented me finding myself in a place where I just wanted to give up. I, I was there. 
I literally was done with this. I got to a place where I couldn't muster up any more energy for it. I did not believe in it anymore. And I found myself just not even caring at all. And I take full responsibility for this. And I'm not saying this in a way of like, I take full responsibility. You know, it's my fault. It is my fault that I ended up in this place because this certainly was not where I had intended to end up. I did not start, uh, participating in this project and help putting this together to end up becoming this bitter, resentful, frustrated, defeated human being. That certainly was not the vision for this, but that's where I ended up. And I ended up there because I mindlessly allowed myself to end up there. And that's is really the most simple way that I can put it is that the only reason I felt like quitting, the only reason that I really did want to give up was because I had, even though I have availed myself of mindfulness practices for many years, it's no guarantee that I'm going to utilize them when times get tough. And so I want to be completely transparent about the fact that I had not even really walked my own talk in this case. I let my passion and excitement and belief in this override my rational knowing that I needed to, even when it's something that feeds me or nourishes me at a deeper level, I still want to be mindful. And I think that's probably the most important say, thing I can say about this entire experience is that even when things are going really well, when we're really excited about something, it's, it, it could be a new relationship. It could be a new friendship. It could be a new job. It could be new responsibilities, a new business, whatever it is. You know, it's the, it's, the times like this that I think will really catch us off guard. And I, and I think there is just, in my humble opinion, there's just as much danger in our thoughts and what our, what we can do to ourselves with the thoughts that we have and the reactions that we have when things are going great is just, and I think there's just as much danger in that as there is when things are going horribly, horribly bad. And it really has to do with the fact if I'm, you know, if things are going really good and I'm feeling a lot of positive energy, it's, it's no, it's normal, natural, and human to want the good times to keep on rolling. It's really, you know, we want things to continue. And so we begin to develop expectations and we cling to things that make us feel good and make us feel whole in some way. And so we can begin to become dependent or, you know, or needful of something continuing to be the way that it is. And when people don't continue to act the way that we've become accustomed to them acting, uh, the bottom kind of drops out emotionally. And we, we tend to have that emotional free fall that sometimes results when we, when we kind of put someone or some situation up on a pedestal and think that this is, we finally arrived, we finally got there and we've gotten what we wanted only to find out that because it involves human beings, that things are going to change and sometimes they change very quickly and we find ourselves completely bowled over not really knowing what to do with this. So that is most likely, I can't really say for sure because this all happened at a, during a time when I was not incredibly mindful because I was so focused on moving this project forward that I was just kind of propelling myself with this positive energy and the fact that I was really, you know, there was a lot of excitement around this and this sense of getting somewhere and accomplishing something. But a lot of this was in my head. And ultimately, I guess the old saying, whatever goes up must come down. 
I think that really applies here. I think it's just the law of, 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 uh, in this case, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's gravity, it's physics, it's life. And it really is. So I will, you know, I, I wake up one day feeling like I want to quit. I'm ready to give up. I don't believe in it anymore. And it's all because at the end of the day that I didn't take care of myself along the way. And had I been more mindful about what I was doing to myself, it is possible that I maybe wouldn't have been as passionate about it. It maybe would have been that I would have been a little more level-headed, so to speak, because I would have been conserving my energy. And you know, I and, and I know that it's possible to to find joy and meaning in things where we actually kind of go down the middle of the road, and you know, don't go crazy in terms of just you know letting ourselves be propelled by nothing but excitement and passion because at some point those things run their course. They, uh, you know, we only have, as humans, we only have so much energy. So I guess this is more along the lines of me talking this week about what I did not do than what I did do because I think it's just as important to be completely transparent and share how mindfulness could have helped me more effectively instead of doing it the other way where I talk about how it helped me deal with the situation. In this case, I found myself kind of like I fell asleep at the wheel and I woke up and metaphorically speaking, the car had already gone off the road and, and it was, it was an ugly scene. And I, in this case, you know, came uh, back to consciousness to find myself literally kind of spun out emotionally. And that's not where I want to be. And it's taken me a little while to kind of get my course corrected and get my head screwed on straight, so to speak, and kind of get on with things. And when I say that I wanted to quit, it's, it's been a long time since I've just wanted to literally fall over and cry and just say, I give up. I can't go on anymore. I just don't, I can't do this. I don't want to do it anymore. And I don't have to do it. I mean, it's not something that I've committed to. Uh, there's no contractual obligation. So I've had to really spend some time sitting with all of these thoughts that I have had and kind of replaying the tape and going back and seeing where I think I went wrong, not to, not to, to criticize myself, not to beat myself up or to try to, you know, change myself or this is not a self-improvement project. It's really just about going back and seeing where I got off track so that I can choose if I want to kind of pull back on the road, kind of get the car fixed, so to speak and get back on down, get going down the road and hopefully going down the road more mindfully. And in this case, that is what I'm doing. There have been a lot of changes that are being made in terms of how we're moving forward with this. And that's just in terms of the mechanics of the project. But I would say that the most important thing that I am doing as an individual human being, as a person, is that I'm approaching this in a much more nourishing way I'm approaching this in a healthier way because I'm remembering to be more mindful every step of the way. And that's really the most important thing I can say about it is that it's no wonder I found myself wanting to quit and wanting to give up because at some point, once we go off track so much, you know, we're kind of out in the weeds and we really can't, it's almost like we can't find our bearings anymore. And so who wouldn't want to just lay down and quit at some point? It just becomes too painful to try to get back to where, you know, we, we sort of went off track. And that's when, and, and I think a lot of times in life, that's what happens in general. I think when we find ourselves in a, in a relationship that we're not happy with anymore, when we find ourselves with friendships that are no longer feeding us, when we find ourselves in, in 
work or job situations that are actually draining us in some way and not really giving back any energy and we feel like you know we're, we get to the point that we're dreading whatever it is that we're going to do on a regular basis I have to think I can look back in my own life and see enough of these instances where I ended up there mindlessly I even though I had practiced it even though I had the tools available I just didn't go into it mindfully and in a way that I was just aware of what I'm thinking. And I really have learned and have experienced it enough that going into a situation that feels really good and we feel like we're getting what we want, I think it's even more important to be able to go into it with my eyes wide open. And the best way for me to do that is to just be aware of what my mind is doing. What are my thoughts? What is, you know, watching them, paying attention to them, not believing them, not identifying with them, but just really paying attention to them. Because I really can never know whether I'm going down the right path or not. There's no empirical way for me to do that. All I can really do is pay attention to my thoughts and with the intention of making the best choices I can in each moment. Uh, I really don't have a map. I really don't have any directions for life. It's just really a matter of living each moment and really doing the gut check of, you know, does this feel right? Is this what, you know, and I'm not saying this in every moment, like we want to hyperanalyze every moment of our lives, but I think it's just really about, you know, paying attention in a calm, relaxed way and listening to our gut, listening to our inner intuition and breathing in and breathing out and paying attention to our thoughts. And the more that I do that, it's not really as apparent at first, but I can begin to, what I find is the subtleties of my thoughts become more clear. What is unconscious starts becoming more conscious because I'm paying attention to the mechanism, which is essentially my mind. And the more that I can start kind of getting pages to my own playbook, I uh, will find it harder to believe my own bullshit if I actually have paid attention to how I think. I can get I get to a place where it's harder for me to fool myself because I've been in the business of paying attention to my own thoughts. And so I begin to learn my own tricks and it becomes harder to deceive myself. There's nothing special about me. I have no gifts whatsoever. I don't believe. It's just really that I have made the choice in, you know, moment to moment to pay attention. And I don't think there's any special skills or strengths or gifts that anyone has to have. I think we're all natively equipped with the ability to do this. It's really just a matter of do we really want to do this? And my hope is that anyone who is thinking about paying more attention to their thoughts will realize that it will take time. It is something that the, the, the progress is incremental, but then in a way, we're not really trying to get anywhere at all. We're just trying to get more comfortable with paying more attention to how we think about things. And it's really as simple as that. It is, it is certainly not easy, uh, but it is, a very simple, it is a very simple practice. And there's not a lot of, of, uh, of, you know, there's not a whole lot of things that we have to have in order to do it other than that willingness to pay attention.